0: Welcome back to The Daily Poem, podcast from Goldberry Studios. I'm Sean Johnson, and today is Thursday, January 11th, 2024. Got it that time. 2024. All year. Today's poem is by Edgar Allan Poe, and it's called The Conqueror Worm. I'll read it once, offer a few comments, and then read it one more time. The Conqueror Worm. Lo, tis a gala night within the lonesome latter years. An angel throng, bewinged bedight in bales and drowned in tears, sit in a theater to see a play of hopes and fears while the orchestra breathes fitfully the music of the spheres. Mimes in the form of God on the high mutter and mumble low. Hither and thither fly, mere puppets they, who come and go, at bidding of vast formless things that shift the scenery to and fro, flapping from out their condor wings, invisible woe. That motley drama, oh, be sure, it shall not be forgot. With its phantom, chased forevermore by a crowd that sees it not, through a circle that ever returneth into the selfsame spot, and much of madness and more of sin And horror the soul of the plot We'd see amid the mimic rout A crawling shape intrude A blood-red thing that writhes From out the scenic solitude It writhes, it writhes with mortal pangs The mimes become its food And seraphs sob at vermin fangs In human gore imbued Out, out of the lights, out all and over each quivering form, the curtain, a funeral pall, comes down with the rush of a storm, while the angels, all pallid and wan, uprising, unveiling, affirm that the play is the tragedy, man, and its hero, the conqueror, worm. It probably doesn't need to be said, but Edgar Allan Poe is a strange fellow. Uh, He is best known for uh, his macabre imagination, Uh, such short fiction works as Fall of the House of Usher, The Cask of Monteado. But this poem always brings to mind His short story, The Mask of the Red Death, uh, which seems to uh, echo this poem, or vice versa. This poem seems to echo that story in some of its themes. Uh, The conceit is that a drama is being staged within the lonesome latter years. uh, And there are angels for the audience, an angel throng bewinged. In veils, drown in tears, sit in a theater to see a play of hopes and fears. While the orchestra breathes fitfully the music of the spheres, uh, which is to say the the rhythms of cosmic motion and movement. Uh, The idea of the music of the spheres is that it's not necessarily an audible music, at least to human ears but is the the, uh, objective and imagined music that, if not angels, at least God himself uh, is aware of, that is produced by all of the uh, pieces of the cosmos, everything in the universe working together in harmony. And uh, the ancient philosopher Boethius uh, insisted that the human body, uh, being a kind of microcosm of the universe, microcosm, little cosmos, uh, also produced its own harmonious music that echoed in miniature the music of the spheres and contributed in its own way to the music of the spheres. Uh, So just as the organs and the uh, blood and fluids and what have you uh, within the human body are working in concert to continually, uh, not just in concert, but in perfect balance to continually uh, foster life in the human being. Uh, So the movements of that body are contributing to the grand symphony that is also made up of uh, the planet's turning on their axis and whirling in their orbits. And all of this equals the music, the spheres. So this is on display here. Uh, And then human affairs take stage, mimes in the form of God on high, mutter and mumble, low and hither and thither fly. Uh, The the workings of providence are on display. And uh, that's one of the, important concepts uh, behind the music of the spheres for there to be an intelligible music. There must be a composer and a conductor who's uh, ensuring that all of these uh, things and forces and entities uh, work together rightly. Uh, This is all being staged for the benefit of angels who look on. But uh, as is so often the case in uh, post-fiction, this all Uh, rings a little bit hollow and in the end the drama collapses as uh, an unexpected (laughs) an unexpected uh, actor takes the stage uh, a crawling shape that intrudes and begins to eat all of the other performers it writhes with mortal pangs the mimes become its food the mimes i remember were Uh, in the form of God on high. And so this drama in which uh, perhaps men or created beings of some kind, uh, he does say that uh, it is mortals who become uh, food for this creature. uh, And that he is imbued with human gore or its fangs rather are imbued with human gore so uh mortal men put on this drama imagining that they understand the the grand workings of the cosmos so much so that they can uh that they can portray them on stage uh, that they know the the workings of the universe so intimately that they can be um, predicted they can be recreated uh and dramatized and uh, this is seemingly mocked by the conclusion that Poe writes for this drama. Uh, The terms are altered and the play is given a new classification, the tragedy of man. Uh, And for its hero, we have uh, the conqueror worm. And here worm is a, no pun intended, but a pregnant term. That uh, can invoke not just what we think of as you know, night crawlers, the wriggly things that you bait fish hooks with, but uh, worm is the medieval uh, word for serpent and dragon. They're all interchangeable uh, in older forms of English. Uh, and so you have a devouring serpent who comes onto the stage and begins to. Uh, eat up all of the, the works or the imagined works of God. And in this poem, that's the final word, uh, which is a depressing final word. And uh, if this were a different, a different platform, I might uh, devote some time to arguing with the poet here, but that's not usually how how things go. on uh, the daily poem, uh, I will say that we've already spoken about Boethius, and uh, Boethius himself has a whole philosophical work, his greatest philosophical work, The constellation of Philosophy, that's devoted to a person who thinks uh, like this. He's uh, in a period of psychological uh, trauma and illness, and he comes to imagine that uh, God is not uh, a, a sovereign governor of the world and cannot be because... Uh, Human beings seem to uh, experience and undergo so much uh, trouble and suffering and injustice and uh, philosophy uh, personified wisdom itself uh, comes to him and uh, argues him out of this way of thinking. Uh, Hard to say whether uh, Poe ever had an encounter with wisdom uh, arguing him out of this way of thinking. Poe's own end is a little bit mysterious. Uh, To this day, people aren't sure whether he uh, died of natural causes or self-inflicted causes, or if he was in fact uh, put upon and or murdered. Uh, He uh, left Richmond, Virginia on his way to Pennsylvania and turned up instead in Baltimore, uh, where he was uh, ill, incoherent, wearing clothes that did not belong to him, uh, and then Uh, wavered in and out of consciousness for the better part of a week crying out for someone named Reynolds, who to this day has not been identified and then he died. (laughs) Uh, So uh, maybe this was all just his uh, very melodramatic attempt to lay out uh, in the, uh, the curtain call of his own life, uh, his dramatized conclusion here in the conqueror worm, uh, Whatever the case may be, uh, I uh, pray that Edgar Allan Poe have found some peace. (laughs) In the meantime, here is The Conqueror Worm one more time. Lo, tis a gala night within the lonesome latter years, An angel throng, beweened, bedight in veils, and drowned in tears, sit in a theater to see a play of hopes and fears, while the orchestra breathes fitfully the music of the spheres. Mimes in the form of God on high mutter and mumble low, and hither and thither fly mere puppets they, who come and go at bidding of vast formless things, that shift the scenery to and fro, Flapping from out their condor wings, invisible woe. That motley drama, oh, be sure it shall not be forgot, with its phantom chased forevermore by a crowd that sees it not, through a circle that ever returneth into the selfsame spot, and much of madness and more of sin and horror, the soul of the plot. But see, amid the mimic rout, a crawling shape intrude. A blood-red thing that writhes from out the scenic solitude. It writhes, it writhes with mortal pangs. The mimes become its food, and seraphs sob at vermin fangs in human gore imbued. Out, out of the lights, out all. And over each quivering form, the curtain, a funeral pall, comes down with the rush of a storm. While the angels all pallid and wan Uprising, unveiling, affirm that the play is the tragedy, man, and its hero, the conqueror worm. And this has been The Daily Poem. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow with another poem for you. To listen to past episodes or to support the show, please visit dailypoempod.substack.com. On behalf of our whole team at Goldberry Studios, I'm Sean Johnson. Until next time, happy reading.